Today is Tuesday, August 20th, 2019, and you're listening to the Official View News, produced by View Mastery. I'm Greg Pollock. And I'm Ben Hong. You can find links to all of the stories we talk about at news.viewjs.org. Four days ago, Evan Yu renamed the View 3 function-based component API to the Composition API and released a new request for comments document explaining the motivation for it. Calling it the Composition API does make more sense because it's providing a more advanced way of composing your component. Right, and this isn't changing any of the basic view syntax you're going to use most of the time, but it provides a new syntax that makes it easier to organize your component code base as it gets bigger and it has better TypeScript support. So if you're building big projects that share a lot of code, this should make your life a lot easier once Vue 3 comes out. So plan on re- Rewriting everything. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, you should just use Angular. No, I'm still kidding. Um, If you consider yourself an intermediate to advanced view developer, though, this is definitely worth a read. And even if you read the previous proposal, it is still worth checking out. They even have a whole doc site dedicated to it. So... Have you heard of Nuxpress? <laughs> it sounds like Nuxt had a baby with ViewPress. <laughs> Not quite. This is a static site generator with ViewPress-like features created from scratch on Nux. Built by Jonas Galvez, it takes the Nux platform and automates the configuration so you have a ViewPress-like authoring experience with Markdown files. Does it have all the same features as ViewPress? Not quite. It does not have a specific focus towards documentation the way ViewPress does, and is more catered towards a blogging engine from what we can tell. Worth checking out for any Nuxt fans out there. We've never covered Inkline on the podcast, which is a new modern UI UX framework for Vue, which is fully responsive, modular, and easy to customize. This is something similar to Vuetify, Bootstrap Vue, or Vuefy, which all give you custom Vue components to use in your template to lay out and style your web page. Yeah, the most recent version of Inkline has styles written entirely in SAS CSS. It's available as a Nux module, and the documentation is full of examples on how to use these custom components to lay out your entire web app. I even noticed it has front-end form validation built right in. Ooh, that's a nice built-in feature. Then you don't have to add another library. Yeah. This year at Vue.js London, they're going to be hosting the first Vue.js Open Source Award Ceremony. It'll be held to celebrate the Vue.js open source community for things like fun side project of the year, an impactful contributor, and of course, we have to have best diss of the function-based API. <laughs> I, I might have just invented that last one right now. I wonder if they'll be rolling out the red carpet for this like the Grammys. Oh yeah, we love to worship rock stars in the Vue community. And by that, I mean not (laughs) at all. Well, if you have a developer or Vue project that you think would be worth nominating, be sure to check out the tweet in this week's newsletter to submit your favorite developer and or projects. I really hope they use this award ceremony to empower some of the unsung heroes of the Vue community. You know, the people who put in a ton of work, but maybe haven't gotten the recognition they deserve. Amen to that. Loading dynamic images with Vue and Nuxt, or even Webpack, can be a little tricky. And this week, Alexander Lichter shows us one solution on how to get around this. Can you give us an example? Yeah, so how might you bind a dynamic image path to an image tag in your template? Hmm, well, I think I'd use the vbind directive on the source attribute of the image tag. Right, but if you're working with images that are in your assets directory, these get loaded at runtime using a module request with Nuxt. 
So if you're just binding paths to your source attribute, it might be replacing the image, but we need to do a module request for dynamic images. Does that make sense? I think so. It sounds like you're talking about the require function from Webpack. Yeah. So if I were to guess, your dynamic image paths need to use the require function to load in new images rather than just changing the source to the new path of the image. You got it. But check out the article for more info and see the code sandbox. When it comes to front-end applications, the name of the game is always... Performance, performance, view performance. <laughs> right. And this week, Philip Rakowski released part two in the Vue.js performance series, where he teaches you a technique for route-based code splitting with Vue Router in order to decrease your bundle size for users. How would you do this with Webpack? Oh, I think you're talking about that import function from Webpack that you put in your routes, and it generates a new bundle with this route as an entry point. Yes. And the article also mentions the Split Chunks plugin, which will have Webpack automatically group all of the dependencies shared in various bundles into a separate one, which is reused as needed. A must read if you're not already doing this in your applications. If you're coming over from Angular to Vue, well, welcome home. But if you're on the, <laughs> You've arrived. If you're on the fence, <laughs> you may want to take a read through Bilal Hadar's post on Vue.js for Angular developers or send this to your Angular developer friends. In the article, Bilal walks through building a Vue app from scratch with Vuex and along the way makes some one-to-one -one comparisons showing how similar concepts can be found in Angular. And if you haven't learned Angular yet, <laughs> meh. <laughs> meh. Just kidding. <laughs> If you listen to coding podcasts, you might have heard of Shop Talk. One, I want to be like, OG. It's one of the OG <laughs> front end podcasts featuring Chris Coyier from CodePen and Dave Rupert, lead developer at Paraval. Dave recently wrote an article about his recent adventure with Vue.js. In it, he covers various aspects of Vue that he finds approachable and complementary to his existing development workflow, like how you can use Vue without a build process, easily integrate into existing server-side applications, and excellent first-party plugins and ecosystem. It sounds like he likes Vue. That he does. Thanks for listening to the official Vue News. Join us every week for the latest news in the Vue community.